Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Bonjour tout le monde et bienvenue à Coffee Break French. Moi c'est Marc. Et moi c'est Pierre Benoît et nous avons donc un nouvel épisode. Un nouvel épisode du, de votre podcast préféré. Oui. Your favorite French podcast, this is Coffee Break French, in which we help you take your French to the next level, whatever that level may be, because we're here to help you with some French culture, with some French language and, uh, well, with some interesting content, basically. Bien sûr. Alors, qu'est-ce que tu racontes de beau cette semaine Raconter de beau, quelle belle expression, Marc. What literally, what are you telling of beauty or something like that? Yeah, beauty. beauty. Tiens, tiens, tiens. <laughs> yeah. Our listeners don't know yet, but no. we're talking about beauty Ooh, this week yeah. in a sense. La Belle et la Bête, yeah. uh, a, a very famous film. Par, je vais parler en français. Mm. Uh, c'est un film français, oui. pas celui de Disney. Ah, de Disney, non, c'est pas celui de Disney. C'est un, un film qui remonte, enfin, euh, qui remonte, qui est beaucoup plus vieux que cela. Oui. Qui remonte aux années 40, je pense. Possible, oui. Okay. Je l'ai vu, je l'ai vu maintes fois. Maintes fois, nice, nice expression there, many times, I like that, maintes fois. Uh, mais qu'est-ce que tu racontes de beau euh, bah, Je ne suis pas allé au... Ça fait, ça fait un bail, en fait, que je, je ne suis pas allé au cinéma, mais j'ai vu l'autre jour euh, un film qui m'a vraiment plu. Vraiment plus. Enfin, en fait, non seulement il m'a plu, mais j'étais vraiment scotché okay. euh, de, de, de par euh, le jeu d'acteur et mais, mais aussi euh, de, surtout de, de par le concept. Ok, donc euh, il s'appelle comment ce, ce film euh, Je ne vais pas en parler beaucoup parce qu'on n'est pas là pour faire de la pub, mais c'est oui. un film qui s'appelle Downsizing, Downsizing et j'ai trouvé ça très intéressant. Ok, vraiment. moi je n'ai pas encore vu. Donc non, euh, je, 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 je n'en dis pas plus. Ok, so let, let, let's just pause there because there are two things that you said here. And it's even in the introduction, we need to cover these. First of all, you say ça fait un bail ouais. que je ne suis pas allé au cinéma. First of all, literally, what is un bail Oh, and buy is more like a, a, an agreement, a, a contract you sign when you... A lease. A lease agreement, yeah, okay. A lease agreement, yeah. So it makes a lease agreement since I went to the cinema. <laughs> yeah, meaning it's, it's going to be a duration, an amount of time. It's yeah. been such a long time. Such I have not been. You know. It's been yonks. Yonks, oh, been. nice one. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, it's been yonks. And then when you were talking about the film, you said that you were scotchy. Scotchy, well, scotchy, obviously from the English, scotch. Um, <laughs> but here it means you are totally glued to the, to the screen. Yeah, but there, there is a little bit of a commercial link, link here because du scotch in French is, is sticky tape, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, we use so the make, you, yeah. the, the actual make, the, the, the brand, sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you are actually literally glued to the screen <laughs> yeah. with the, the sticky tape, yeah? <laughs> the solid tape, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, we are talking about cinema and it's time to move on to our text. Yes. So let's get straight on with the show. 
Alors, dans cet épisode, nous parlons de La Belle et la Bête, un film de Jean Cocteau. Oui. Et nous passons la parole à Suzy. Ok, nous t'écoutons, Suzy. La Belle et la Bête est un film culte du cinéma français. Réalisé en 1946, juste après la Libération, il reçoit le prix Louis Deluc qui récompense le meilleur film français de l'année. Ce chef-d'œuvre du symbolisme est une adaptation du conte de Madame le Prince de Beaumont de 1757. C'est le second long-métrage du poète et cinéaste Jean Cocteau et son film le plus connu. Cocteau reste fidèle à l'histoire originale du conte tout en modifiant certains éléments. Il développe les thématiques de la laideur et de la beauté physique et morale afin de montrer aux spectateurs que la beauté peut naître de la laideur. En revanche, les candélabres et tous les autres objets animés que l'on retrouve dans le dessin animé de Walt Disney de 1991 viennent de Cocteau et non pas du conte de Madame le Prince de Beaumont. Pour Cocteau, la cinématographie est une écriture en images. Un film est une histoire écrite à l'encre de la lumière. Pour cela, il s'est d'ailleurs inspiré du peintre hollandais Vermeer afin de créer les scènes réalistes de la Belle. Par contre, pour les images fantastiques du château de la Bête, il est influencé par Gustave Doré, le graveur du XIXe siècle qui a illustré les contes de Perrault. Grâce aux jeux d'ombre et de lumière et à des effets techniquement avancés pour l'époque, Cocteau réussit à créer un monde magique et poétique. La Belle et la Bête a été restaurée en copie numérique et présentée dans la sélection officielle Cannes Classique du Festival de Cannes 2013. Je dois admettre quelque chose, Pierre Benoît. Je n'ai jamais vu ce film. Moi, je l'ai vu bien des fois, mais je n'ai peut-être pas vu avec autant de, 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 de symbolisme comme nous allons pouvoir l'expliquer. Ok. Par contre, je connais bien Jean Cocteau. Enfin, personnellement pas, mais... Non, parce euh... que tu n'es pas si vieux que ça, Marc. <rire> je connais Cocteau parce que euh, j'ai, comme tu, comme tu le sais bien, j'ai habité à Menton, dans le sud-est mmh. de, de la France. Et à Menton, euh, bah, Menton euh, c'est une ville très connue oui. pour sa connexion avec Jean Cocteau. Il y a le musée de Jean Cocteau officiel à Menton. Ça, je ne le savais pas, donc j'ai appris quelque chose aujourd'hui. Et, et nos... Et nos auditeurs aussi, donc c'est très bien. Si nos auditeurs ont déjà écouté euh, En route avec Coffee Break French, ah. ils le sauront parce que nous avons parlé avec une dame de, du musée du cocteau. D'accord. Euh, de cocteau quand même, euh, dans cet épisode de, de En route. Mais quand même, nous, nous allons continuer maintenant avec notre discussion <rire> du texte. C'est parti. <rire> ok, let's listen to the first part of this text. And we'll go through it line by line as we always do. La belle et la bête est un film culte du cinéma français. So, La Belle et la Bête, Beauty and the Beast, is a, is a cult film of French cinema. Réalisé en 1946, juste après la libération, il reçoit le prix Louis Deluc, qui récompense le meilleur film français de l'année. OK, so, it was directed in 1946, just after the liberation, and it received, note again, like the, the last text, we're looking at present tenses here, for describing past events. So it receives, literally, the Louis de Luc Prize, which uh, awards, or which... which recompenses. Recompenses, yes. It's kind of a funny word to, to Recompenses or recompenses? No. Uh, recompenses, but we, we wouldn't really use that in English. Okay. We, would, we would say which uh, is awarded to... Is awarded to, yeah. The best film, the best French film of the year. 
Ce chef-d'œuvre du symbolisme est une adaptation du conte de Madame le Prince de Beaumont de 1757. Madame le Prince de Beaumont. Yeah, it's a conte. So it's more it's like a, a tale. A tale, yeah. A tale, yeah. Um, and the date was 1757. Ooh. 1757. Ouais. Okay. C'est le second long métrage du poète et cinéaste Jean Cocteau et son film le plus connu. So, un long métrage is the opposite of un court métrage. Ouais. Un court métrage would be a short, a film short. Yeah, a short so, film. un long métrage would be a full length or a feature length yeah. film. Yeah, yeah. So, it's the second feature length film of the poet and the cinematographer and indeed many other things, an artist too, uh, Jean Cocteau, and it is his most well-known film. Yeah. Très bien. Okay, let's go on and find out more about this film. Cocteau reste fidèle à l'histoire originale du conte, tout en modifiant certains éléments. I love this, because tout en something with a present participle Beautiful. is a lovely expression. So Cocteau reste fidèle, he remains faithful to the original story of the tale, tout en modifiant at the same time, modifying certain elements, tout en modifiant certains éléments. Can you give us another example of tout en faisant quelque chose euh, J'ai fait la vaisselle tout en euh, parlant avec ma nièce. Ok, so you did the dishes while you were speaking at the same time as speaking to your, your, your niece. Ma nièce, yeah. Ok. Yeah. Ouais, enfin, la vaisselle, c'est pas très intéressant. Genre, oh, j'en ai un meilleur. Euh, okay. Je suis allé. Euh, pardon, j'ai fait des exercices à la gym tout en écoutant euh, les, les épisodes de Coffee Break French. Ah, Ça, c'est peut-être mieux, non <rire> So I did some exercises at the gym at the same time as listening to episodes of Coffee Break French. So suppose a while, while, while yeah, doing while something. Do something yeah, yeah. Tout en faisant quelque chose. Yeah. And notice it's the present participle. That's it. it ends in A-N-T. That's how you recognize it. Yep. Tout en modifiant certains éléments here. Okay. So let's, let's go on. Il développe les thématiques de la laideur et de la beauté physique et morale afin de montrer aux spectateurs que la beauté peut naître de la laideur. Well, we had some, some uh, petit prince uh, philosophy last time, <laughs> and now we're looking at some further philosophy, this time from Jean Cocteau. So he develops the themes of ugliness and physical beauty, or rather moral and physical ugliness and beauty. Okay, so la laideur et la beauté physique et morale, in order to show to the viewers afin de montrer aux spectateurs que la beauté, that beauty, peut naître de la laideur. That beauty can be born out of ugliness. Yeah. Who knew we were going to be discussing this today? Non, mais moi, ça me va. Je suis content. Ok, d'accord, vas-y. Personnellement, je crois que ça me, ça me va bien. <laughs> <laughs> en revanche... En revanche, uh -huh. les candélabres et tous les autres objets animés que l'on retrouve dans le dessin animé de Walt Disney de 1991 viennent de Cocteau et non pas du conte de Madame le Prince de Beaumont. Right, this is interesting because this is about the, the, the history of the Disney film and where all the, the animated objects and the candelabras, the, the ones that we know well from the Disney version, 
Um, these did not come from the original tale of Madame Le Prince de Beaumont, but from Cocteau's version. Wow. So just a, a, let, let's go through this sort of almost phrase by phrase. En revanche, en revanche, les candélabres et tous les autres objets animés. So the candelabras and all the other animated objects que l'on retrouve dans le dessin animé de Walt Disney. Literally, which one finds in the animated uh, uh, film of Walt Disney? De 1991, from 1991, viennent de Cocteau. They come from Cocteau. Et non pas du conte de Madame le Prince de Beaumont. And not from the tale of Madame le Prince de Beaumont. Et non pas. We have to say the non yeah. pas in there. We can't just say et pas du conte. Could you say et pas du conte in spoken French? Oui. Yeah. But in written French, you're better saying et non pas de, du conte de Madame le Prince de Beaumont. Très bien. OK, let's move on and talk a little more about Cocteau as a cinematographer. Pour Cocteau, la cinématographie est une écriture en images. Un film est une histoire écrite à l'encre de la lumière. Wow, ah, OK. C'est lovely, yeah, but it's a little difficult to translate. I think we get what it means here. For Cocteau, cinematography is writing with images. A film, therefore is a story written with the ink of light. Okay? It's quite, wow. uh, it's quite deep. Yeah, yeah. Um, can I just do a wee kind of go on a digression? Please do. You remember Francis Cabrel? I remember Francis Cabrel very well. And our listeners, I'm sure, throughout many podcasts will have heard of him. Yeah, they may indeed have even heard us <laughs> performing some song, Cabrel songs. Yeah, yeah, there's a song called L'Encre de tes yeux. Oh, the ink of your eyes. Yeah. Okay. And uh, when well, Cabrel actually, uh, Cabrel says that uh, all these inspiration, whoever that person was as, as a muse, okay, gave him the ink of her eyes to write to and write. compose and, and create. Lovely. I love it. So, so yeah, we're not far from it. L'encre, of course, is a, the, the ink. I don't think perhaps in English we use ink as much in that figurative way because I think we've moved away from thinking about writing with ink. I can't think off the top of my head. Please write in and tell us if you can think mm -hmm. of expressions using the word ink. A tint? Um, maybe a tint, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't I'm trying, know. To, I'm trying well. to think, yeah. Okay. Okay, but we'll go on. <laughs> Pour cela, il s'est d'ailleurs inspiré du peintre hollandais Vermeer afin de créer les scènes réalistes de la belle. Okay, so... Um, In order to write with the ink of light, he was also inspired by the Dutch painter Vermeer, or Vermeer, uh, in order to create the, the realistic scenes of the beauty, La Belle. Par contre, pour les images fantastiques du château de la Bête, il est influencé par Gustave Doré, le graveur du 19e siècle, qui a illustré les contes de Perrault. Okay, so as far as the, the castle of the beast is concerned, uh, par contre, pour les images fantastiques, these fantastic images uh, of the castle of the beast, he was influenced by Gustave Doré. And Gustave Doré was an engraver, yeah. engraver, engraver ouais. uh, from the 19th century who illustrated the tales of Perrault. Yeah, famous. Do you know Perrault, Charles Perrault? I don't know, sorry. Le, le chat beauté. Le chat beauté. Puss in Boots. Yeah. Yeah. C'est Perrault. Ah, OK. OK. Every day is a school day, as they say. OK. Let's have a look at the final section. Grâce au jeu d'ombre et de lumière, et à des effets techniquement avancés pour l'époque, 
Cocteau réussit à créer un monde magique et poétique. OK, so thanks to the literally the play or the game of the shadow and light. So the the interplay between yeah. the shadow and light. Yeah. And thanks to advanced techniques or technical effects, special effects for yeah. the for the for the time pour l'époque, Cocteau succeeded in creating a magical and poetical world. Poetic world. Wow. La Belle et la Bête a été restaurée en copie numérique et présentée dans la sélection officielle de Cannes Classique du Festival de Cannes 2013. So, the Belle et la Bête, La Belle et la Bête, was restored in a digital copy and it was presented in the official selection of the Cannes Classics of the Cannes Film Festival in 2013. Et voilà. Je dois absolument regarder ce film, je pense. Il le faut. Il le faut. C'est un, un film très intéressant. Je l'ai vu quand j'étais très, très jeune oui. et il m'a fait très peur. Ah bon oui, parce que tout ce qui est candélabre, ce sont des bras qui sortent oui. comme ça du mur. Ah, fait... ouais, c'est très, très visuel. Oui. Vraiment visuel et c'est très bien, très bien euh, fichu, on va dire, comme, comme film. Très bien fichu. Ouais. Ok, ouais. très bien ouais. fait, disons. Ouais. Ouais. Mais fichu, c'est bien aussi. <rire> ok. <rire> right, we'll leave you there. We're going to have our break just now, but we'll be back very soon with an interesting call, an interesting question from one of our listeners. J'ai hâte d'entendre ça. If you'd like to take your French that bit further, then you may consider signing up for one of our premium courses on the Coffee Break Academy. There's something for everyone, from absolute beginners up to advanced learners, and the premium materials include lesson notes, transcripts, video lessons, exercises, and vocabulary guides, depending on which course you opt for. Head over to coffeebreakacademy.com to find out more. 
Welcome back. Now, this is the part of the show where the Coffee Break French listener becomes the star of the show. And this week we have an interesting question from Bev. Take it away, Bev. Hello there. This is Bev from the province of Newfoundland and Labrador in eastern Canada. I've been a part-time student of French for about eight years, but I only get about 30 hours of class um, at the local college per year. Coffee Break French has been my main teacher, and I just love it. I'm hoping you can help me with three different terms. The first being, she feels like. For example, she feels like going for a walk. The second, she looks like. Example, she looks like her mother. And the third, to have the appearance of. An example would be, she looks youthful, or she looks sad, and so on. I understand this when I read it and when I hear it in spoken French, but it seems like when I want to speak it myself, I have difficulty coming up with the right phrases at the right time. I hope you can help. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. Merci à toi, Bev. Thank you very much for your question. It's an interesting one. Sometimes when we are translating into French and you're trying to think of the words and phrases to use, sometimes it helps to rethink the words in English that are your starting point. So let's take your first example, to feel like doing something. She feels like going for a walk. Now, in French, to feel like doing something is avoir envie de faire quelque chose. So, literally, translating it word for word, to have envy of doing something, of to do something. But if you think about this as having a notion to do something, then perhaps that in your mind will spark the avoir, and then you'll remember is avoir envie de faire quelque chose. So, to feel like doing something avoir envie de faire quelque chose. You think she feels like going for a walk, but you can put this into your mind as she has a notion to go for a walk. Elle a envie d'aller se promener. Voilà. Okay, so that's the first one. The second one you mentioned is to look like something. She looks like her mother. Now, again, in English, to look like someone, we're going to rethink a different way of saying that. And what about thinking of it as she resembles her mother? Now, to Frenchify that, we need to say she resembles to her mother because the way you say she looks like her mother in French is elle ressemble à sa mère. Elle ressemble à sa mère. So she looks like her mother becomes she resembles to her mother. So rethinking the word in English, finding a cognate, that's a word that has the same root in one language and another. So here we're looking at resembles rather than looks like. Your third example also used the verb look in English, but this is when we're talking about having an appearance. So she looks young. And you have two ways of doing this. You could either use paraître. Now, the verb paraître literally doesn't have a, an exact equivalent in English, but it's linked to the word appear. So if someone appears young, that may give you a hint that you're looking for paraître. Elle Paré jeune. Elle paraît jeune. She looks young. She appears young. Or, alternatively, you can have the expression avoir l'air. For example, she looks sad. Elle a l'air triste. Literally, she has a sad air about her, or she has the air sad about her. So, in each case, what we're doing here is trying to find a word in English which either is linked historically through the language development to the word that you're looking for in French, or sounds like the word that you're looking for in French. And that can sometimes give you the clue. So 
we had uh, avoir envie de faire quelque chose, to have a notion for doing something, to feel like doing something. Ressembler à quelqu'un, that was to look like someone, but to resemble someone. Or to have the appearance of, avoir l'air, or to appear, paraître. I hope that that helps answer your question, Bev, and that the next time you need to use one of these phrases, using these English starting points might help you. Now, if, like Bev, you have a question for us, then please send us your question as a voicemail. You can do that in one of two ways. Either go to coffeebreakquestions.com, where you can use your, your device or your computer to record a question and send that to us, or simply record a question on the voice app, the voice memos app on your phone, and send that by email to radiolingua at gmail.com. And we'll be able to pick that up and hopefully include that in a future episode of the magazine. We're back for our final segment of this episode of the Coffee Break French magazine. And we're back once more with Susie. Salut Susie Salut Marc Comment vas-tu aujourd'hui Très bien, merci. Et toi et Très bien, merci. Alors, qu'est-ce que tu as trouvé pour nous aujourd'hui Well, our listeners seem to really enjoy the quotations we had in our last episode. Mm -hmm. So we've got another one this week. And who would this quotation be, be, be by ben Jean Cocteau, bien Jean sûr. Jean Cocteau. Ok, vas-y. Le verbe aimer est difficile à conjuguer. Son passé n'est pas simple, son présent n'est qu'indicatif et son futur est toujours conditionnel. Oh, j'adore, j'adore <rire> Une citation de, de, de l'amour et de, de langue. Oui. Ok, tu veux séparer cette citation s'il te plaît D'accord. Le verbe aimer est difficile à conjuguer. Ok, so we're talking about le verbe aimer, the verb to love. And according to Cocteau, it's difficult to conjugate. Son passé n'est pas simple. Its past is not simple. It doesn't have a simple past. Son présent n'est qu'indicatif. Its present is only indicative. So there we've got ne que. Son présent n'est qu'indicatif. It's only indicative. Et son futur est toujours conditionnel. And its future is always conditional. So, we've got lots of grammatical terms in there about verbs, but of course we can read this in two levels because we're talking about the verb love. So, to love is difficult to conjugate. Its past is not simple. It doesn't have a simple past. Its present is only indicative, and that's referring to indicative as in the mood of a verb, whether it's indicative or subjunctive. And then its future is always conditional. And we're talking about conditional love, but of course we're talking about the two tenses of the future. And although conditional is not really a tense, it's more a mood, but you get where we're going with this. So let's hear the whole quotation one more time from Jean Cocteau. Le verbe aimer est difficile à conjuguer. Son passé n'est pas simple, son présent n'est qu'indicatif et son futur est toujours conditionnel. Très bien. Bon, merci encore une fois, Suzy, et à la prochaine. À la prochaine. Alors, ça t'a plu cet épisode euh, Oui, j'adore le cinéma, je suis un, 
un, vraiment un fan de cinéma. Donc, quand on parle de films, je suis vraiment euh, comblé. Comblé. <rire> très, très, très bien. bien. Non, c'était très, très bien. Et, et je crois que les, nos auditeurs devraient essayer de, 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 de voir le, le film de Jean Cocteau, La Belle et la Bête. Et même pour le, le comparer avec le, 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 le plus connu, celui de Walt Disney. Tout à fait, tout à fait. Now, for our listeners who are perhaps wondering about asking a question, uh, we should let you know exactly how to do that. And in order to ask a question, all you need to do is go to coffeebreakquestions.com. And at coffeebreakquestions.com, you'll be able to record a voicemail and that will reach us. And then we could potentially use that in a future episode for uh, answering your question. And we're looking forward to answering your questions uh, in the podcast. But that is where we're going to leave it for this episode. Yeah, but hold on, Mark. We need to remind our listeners how they can get more out of the of this episode, actually. Absolutely. Of this episode and indeed the whole series, we provide a transcript of the whole episode. So all the French included in the episode is available. And that way you can follow everything that we're saying. And of course, you'll see the texts and, and so on. And you can access that at coffeebreakfrench.com. Just look for the podcast, the premium version of the podcast on that page. So that's it for this episode. We'll be back again soon with another episode of Coffee Break French. But for now, merci beaucoup, comme d'habitude. Et à très bientôt. À Au très revoir. bientôt. Salut. You have been listening to a production of the Coffee Break Academy for the Radiolingua Network. Copyright 2019, Radiolingua Limited. Recording copyright 2019, Radiolingua Limited. All rights reserved. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.